Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back yet again, episode 87, to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. And I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And I tried to play Wall Street this week. Did you win or lose? Oh, is that even a question? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so sick I am. So... There was a thing on Aero TV, Aero News. What's that thing on YouTube? They have it's actually a pretty good production. Um, Aero News or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Aero News. Yeah. Is that what it's called? All right. So they yeah. ran a, ran a thing. It was like, um, you know, Stu Walton buys Paul Allen's Warbird collection. So I'm like, holy shit, yep. that's awesome. First off, and then I'm like, well, things must be looking great with Walmart, right? Guys buying up like, gosh, however many. What do you think that collection had to be worth? Oh my god! I honestly, I, I, I mean, I would be terrible at evaluating it, regardless. But like, there's so much insane stuff in that collection. Yeah. Um. Plus, he's got to like run it, and I know he's like super wealthy. I get all you assholes out there that are saying it's nothing to him, but like, so yeah, he's got to run it. He's got to get mechanics. So. Anyway, I bought Walmart stock and um, <laughs> then their earnings came out and uh, didn't uh, it didn't meet expectations. I'll say that. <laughs> so it's like, didn't, didn't quite it's like I'm going, yeah, it looks like I'm going long with the Walmart. So now I'm even more pissed and I really like the game bird, but this makes me not like the game bird. You know, you should um, <laughs> basically call Philip and tell him that you're now a a, um, a shareholder because you own yeah. Walmart stock. I that's not a bad idea, and and uh, no, it's a great idea. Yeah, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say I can call Philip and maybe I can get my money back. <laughs> try that. <laughs> we should try that. Hey, um, can I have my money back? I kind of messed up, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or maybe just walk in there and just it. start rattling off like changes. Like, all right, so. Let's get the team together. Don't even like say hello. Just barge through the doors. All right, guys, team meeting. Let's go. I'll be like, what? I'll be like, I'm a shareholder. Gather around. I have a say. I have, yeah. I have $280 worth of your stock. So sit down. So we're changing the rudder and we're getting rid of the compass on the uh, canopy. <laughs> I love it. You'd hear, you'd hear cheers and screams. Oh my God. They'd be like, they'd be, just I'd be body surfing the crowd just like it'd be like a rock concert going on spotlights, you know, smash <laughs> a guitar, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, you so, know, I actually um, um I, I kind of daydreamed this week, dude. I forgot. To, I, so I asked in one of our group chats. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I asked. I was like, just thinking out loud. I didn't even do the math, but I'm like, I wonder what the loan terms would be on financing a game bird because you know they do the zero percent zero percent financing which I, and i why don't they I advertise kind of, that more by the way there should be a sponsored ad that that hits you know once every week i don't yeah. know why they don't 
But I kind of uh, anyway. Sorry. You know, it'd be kind of cool. Be kind of cool to have one of those in Northern California to teach in. Dude, I'm not real. I'm not real serious about it, but I'm I'm not zero percent serious about it either. But think about this, right? Let's say I I like the I like the airplane. I really do. And if you can get zero percent financing and five people, I mean, you're gonna you could pocket all that that Northern Light money. And would you pay? Yep. What would you be paying on a note? Like five hundred dollars a month? I don't know. That's a, that's kind of what I was wondering. Like, I don't per, know what the fi- I don't know what the terms are. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, no, I, oh yeah. I think like I would go out. Fifteen or twenty. I would go about this by whatever. myself. I think. I think I would go by myself. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh, I like this. Now let me ask you a million dollar question because you, we're both diehard Northern Light fans. I feel like we're OG Northern Light fans. Like there's there's fans out there, but you and I like we we obsess. Yeah. We love the Northern Lights. I w- would you go? I would say the would Northern Lights. I would say that's so. God, it'd be that's a hard question. Uh, right? In a weird way, it'd be sacrilege to do it to a game bird. In you a know, weird, yeah, for for obvious reasons. But then it would be so cool. Like in How a way, cool it would be really be? cool. I would even put the Northern really Lights cool. on the wings. Mm-hmm. And I'll be absolutely. honest, if I ever, absolutely. if my Walmart money comes through, if Walmart just goes crazy, you know, <laughs> I guess, yeah. and I can make, and I make that much money and I could do like a, uh, uh, an aerobatic team, I would do a game bird, Northern light. And I would do the same, um, same exact scheme, like same name, same yeah. everything, you know, that'd be epic. Dude, I think it'd be so cool. I think it would be, really be cool. so it's a five. Sh- we'd have to do a six ship team because it'd be, f- you know, four diamond formation and two solos. That's the two solos. That's the way to do it. So who would be the team? Be- obviously, you and I, because we're awesome. Yep. You know, uh, I'd um, say uh, Aaron McCarthy. Sammy. Aaron. Sammy. Um, um, you think the Don would come? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he doesn't need too, us. He's, he doesn't he's need too us. handsome. Way too handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. You know? He doesn't. This is this is like piddly shit, you know. To the <laughs> he doesn't need us. Um, you know, maybe we uh, we get somebody like uh, Eric Tucker or Ooh, Ben Freelove. Now you're maybe, talking. Maybe we wake up Ben Freelove. Yeah, wake yeah. him up from his. Isn't he like a jazz trumpet or something like that, or jazz sax? Doesn't he play like trumpet? He's he. Gosh, honestly. And I'm not even I'm not even um, joking. I want to say he's a flautist. Maybe it was his wife. One of them is a like concert flute player. I think Jeez. if I remember correctly. But I yeah, dude, that guy's dinner with those people. They're just so just overachievers. Dude, I mean, it's no no surprise he married who he married. And I don't know him really well, but holy shit, man! The interactions I had with Ben Freelove were they were small, but. Um, you know, it's like when you when you you interact with somebody a couple times, maybe a few times, but then like your circles continually interact. So you always hear about them, even though you're not directly hanging out yeah. with them. That was totally. Ben Freelove was one of those, you know, and like, God, I mean, er, nobody had a bad thing to say about that guy. And everybody said he was just so freaking smart. And he, I mean, he really he is extremely smart. So be fun to wake him up out of a. Uh, uh, maybe uh, um, air show and aerobatic hibernation, get him yeah. on board 
and Bill Stein. Dude, we we should just poach. This is okay. I've got it. Oh my god, have I got it? Oh god. Although this does create this creates a problem because I think this makes seven pilots. Although, well, whatever. We don't have to take everybody from the team, but uh, we like the snowbirds of twenty people on our team. (laughs) Well, we can we just poach the um, four WS roster that never came. Right, it was a four WS. Sean Tucker's team. That that never came to fruition. Oh, the force. That was a no, great name. No, remember it was like the, it was no, it was Amazon. It was oh, like whatever oh. the, the game bird. It was like four WS, right? Wasn't it? What is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, I think it was just AWS. What? AWS. I'm Amazon, sorry, four WS. Yeah, AWS. Amazon Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah Amazon Web Service or whatever it is. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, we 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 poached Sean Tucker, Ben Freelove. Or not Ben Freeland. Right, so we poach Sean Tucker, Bill Stein, and um, God, who else was in there? Jesse Panzer and uh, Christian Bolton. Right? Yeah. You know what would be funny, that too? Was, I think that was who like, was. We get like this six-person team, and then we ha- we bring on like a seventh pilot, and it would be Rob Holland, but we don't make him. We just make him do like aerobatic turns the whole time he's, while we fly aerobatics. He's PR. <laughs> he's like the PR pilot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll give the rides. All these like, yeah, all, all these shittier pilots are up there like doing the team, and he's on the ground like talking to to like Channel Two News. Yeah, trying to fan it up. Watch as they do the crazy slow roll. <laughs> Watch as Jeff Petroselli comes in for a landing and bounces ten times, not on purpose. <laughs> Watch as he tries to wheel land it and then turns it into a three point. Yeah. but um so back to my um, my medical issues going on with allergies i'm now on a horse pill that's the size of um i don't know it's it's huge it's like something you take when you're pregnant um and that seems to be working i don't know what it is uh nikki picked it up for me at the pharmacist and uh, I guess, you know, when you get married and your wife tells you to do something, you do it to be a good husband. So she's she could be secretly poisoning me, but my sinuses feel great. So, well, <laughs> jokes on you. It, oh, <laughs> sucker. I'm cured. Oh, man. So, yeah, so I'm feeling better. Yeah, I went flying. I made it through. Um, I got my G tolerance up. And today was a great day. Yesterday was a great day. Today was a better day. I made it, uh, not made it, because it sounds like I'm barely there. But I flew, f- um, I was flying the figures one off in the past, and I started linking the figures. And did like one and two, one through three, you know, first half in the known for unlimited. And today I was like, you know what, I'm feeling really good. Um, I'm going to fly the first half. So I flew uh, a little bit more than half. So one, figures one through six, no zeros. I think I was flying solid sevens. I think they were solid sevens, maybe six and a half. If you Dude, depending on who the judge is, that's that's good. Yeah, that's I was good. really. It might have been like a, um, I don't know what what do you call that? Just like luck luck of the last two days. But like, I was really worried about figure two on the unlimited because not doing it, but just getting a good score on it. But basically, you come out of figure one inverted, um, and it's a push the vertical with an inside three quarter. So you're going you know, negative to positive, but like you got to really push pretty hard this way you get well efficiently. And this way you can get a good flick with some decent speed. And, um, it was working. It was weird. I was like, I did it one time, you know, 
not one time. I did it yesterday. Started working on it pretty good yesterday. And um, they were just coming together. I'm like, oh, man, what is this? is just not probably not going to work tomorrow. And then today I flew and I was like, oh, wow, this three quarter up is is really working now. I don't know. Maybe something clicked because I was doing them and, you know, I could do them. And it's coming out with side load and the sweet spot. I'd, I'd miss a little bit here and there. It wasn't like I wasn't able to hit it regu- regularly. And um, it seems to be clicking. And um, I hope that we replay what I'm saying now when I get my first scores and they're like twos. <laughs> I don't know what happened, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Must be the judge. I, I know I'm perfect. It's the judges. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I had a I had a really good flight today. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's like we talked about it in the past. Like you, you move up a category, you start tr- flying new figures and it's so frustrating. And then you got to just push through it. And once you're able to to keep your eyes open and do it <laughs> and not freak out. Um, it starts becoming yeah. fun again. Cause it was touch and go there. It was getting a little frustrating moving up in category, you know, a little frustrating. What, um, what has been the, the most challenging aspect of it? Um, let, so, uh, two quite is a two parter. Okay. It's a twofer. Ooh. What has been the, the, the most overall, the, the difficult, most difficult thing overall, uh, moving up and then what has been the most difficult figure moving up that's really tough so i think the from a safety perspective i think the the hardest thing that i never took into account or thought to realize is that um you really have to link up a few days together excuse me to get your g tolerance your negative g so you can't just go out if they're not flying for well at least i don't think you can and i don't do this um if you don't fly for a week and just start hitting outside flicks because I feel like that's how you wobble yourself out. So it's yeah. hard. The season's been well. Season this these past seven months have been hard because the winter the winter here sucks, and it's been long. It's been and long. you know you get like yeah. one day of nice weather, then like a week of shit. So like, what are you gonna do with one day of no G tolerance? And you're trying to like move up in category, and like every figure involves either like decent negative G or you know pretty good positive G, like. So like you end up for me, I just ended up working on, you know, if I got a, a clear day, I just work on, you know, pulls to vertical and just lines and angles and and rolls and, you know, an occasional, you know, maybe some snaps here and there. But I, I'm just like, I'm so not a, maybe afraid is the right word, but I just don't want to get the wobblies. And like I've heard dozens and dozens of people that have gotten it and it's usually because they jumped right into it. They didn't like get conditioned or they were dehydrated or they did too many. It's like Goody Goody had a really good comment where he was like, you know, you get a checkbook and there's only so many checks you can write. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm really weary of that. And this is fun. So like, I'm not, I'm really, I don't think I'm constantly reminding myself, but like, you know, there's times where you got to like take a step back and, and look at what you're doing and, and realize that, you know, you're paying, you know, you're personally paying the bill. This is a really cool aspect of flying that, you know, 1% and 1% and 1% of people do. So it's, you know, I feel extremely fortunate and you got to really keep things into perspective and not, not, not take it too serious. Cause you want to, you want to be serious, obviously, but you just gotta, you know, realize what it's about and, and why you're doing it and you should want to do it. Not, not, you shouldn't force yourself to be like, I got to go fly. Cause I got to fight it. It's like, no, like this is, this is fun. Like you want to enjoy like picking apart a new figure and, 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 and 
enjoy like the road that you, at least that's what I'm trying to do. And, and that's what some of the greats have always kind of expressed the, you know, like I read an article about forget who was, um, I think it might've even been goody. You know? Um, and he was like, you know, if I could have stayed in advance instead of moving on to unlimited right away, I would have done that. And, you know, like, I think it's just really important for, for people to listen to their mentors and, and listen to these greats like the Don and, you know, Bobby Holly and, and all these people that have been doing it for decades and, and have all this experience and, and to be able to, you know, hear their mistakes about growth and, and their journey. And for you to be able to apply that before, you know, even like getting really into it, like that could save you so much time and and frustration. So I think that's something you're not talking about right now. It's like, it's so underutilized. Like people, like, I I think it's maybe that everybody's excited. They want to, move fast they want to learn and it's like that's just a recipe to burn yourself out and we've seen it you know you've well, seen it many times i'm sure yeah oh dude i i absolutely i so i've i mean and i've watched it in lower lower categories too it really doesn't matter the category but if you rush if you're if you're rushing if you're not enjoying the journey and you have a goal right you set a goal and you're you're not like if your goal is to make the advanced team, let's just let's just use that as an example. But you're not flying advanced, then there is a level of of which you will not see the forest through the trees because you are you will see through intermediate. You will see through sportsmen through intermediate to get to advanced to make the team, right? Because that's a goal yeah. that you've set that goal for yourself. And I, I don't. I'm not. This isn't to say that goals are are bad. But I, I've watched it for years and years, and I've seen multiple people um, set a goal and tell their mentors or their coaches uh, what that goal is. And quite frankly, I've watched decades of again, this is just this is an outsider. OK, this is this is me watching, looking from the outside, looking in at the dynamic that's going on. And I've watched bad coaching for at least two decades and counting where for the right person, it works, right? Like, you know, coaches, hopefully, you know, the mark of a good coach or a good mentor is, is being able to adjust your teaching style to somebody's way of learning. Right. But when you have, you know, and I, and I guess the, the, the counter to that would be somebody like, uh, Sergey or somebody like Coco that like now, Coco only, I'm sure Coco only has one teaching style, but he's booked because that's what you want. You're, you're seeking out his teaching style, right? So there is that element, but I've watched, um, coaches, especially at the lower level, let's call them, uh, you know, amateur, uh, maybe not professional track in, in terms of advanced and unlimited, but, uh, certainly sportsman and intermediate, some advanced where, uh, the coaching is so intensive. It's so, um, fever pitched. There's no there's no choice but to burn out. There's yeah. just no choice but to burn out. And it it's I watch people become a job. It 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 consumes them. It uh takes it takes over their life, takes over their livelihood. Um and they put everything yeah. on the line to to do something. You know, we've talked about that before. I, I've always thought that was crazy and and then watching people do it and then it's kind of like going to going to Vegas and uh <laughs> saving all your money because you know you're gonna double it and then you lose it all. And then you're yeah. shocked. And it's like Dude, the the chances of you making it big, even if if it was let's say it was roulette and it's whatever you know, 
what is it? What is it? What are the odds of betting on black or red? It's like 46% or 48%. You know, it's not even 50. Yeah, it depends. 50 50. It depends. I mean, yeah. which casino you're at. If it's like US or European with the double zeros and zeros, like I think the double European zeros, snake eyes. Only has one zero. Yeah. Not that yeah. I gamble. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if, if we took 50%, could you imagine doing all this? I mean, fifty percent yeah. odds in in the IAC of making the unlimited team would be; uh, those are great odds. If you if you yeah. went from zero to hero, knowing that you had a fifty fifty shot of making, it, but they we don't, you know, or nobody does. It's it's way harder than that. So I I've always wondered why people um, do it in a hardcore fashion, and I think the people that have that that kind of, I, I think your approach is great. I, I think your approach is really great. It's like, dude, Thank it's you. not it's not. There's no rush. There's no fire. There's no pressure. Uh, your mortgage doesn't depend on it. Your kids loving you yeah. doesn't depend on it. Your wife loving you doesn't depend on it. But like, take it slow. Take your time. Do it methodically. And I bet every person, whether whether the the game was different back when they went through it, like the Chapmans and the Goulians, and you know, there's there's a lot of people that went into Unlimited early, you know, and they were fine. I think I think the rules of engagement are a little bit different now. I think the stakes are a little bit higher. I don't think uh, if the flying was as intense as it, as it is now, I don't think those people probably would have done that. Right. I think the barrier, you know, I think the, the, the difficulty is a lot higher, you know? Yeah. I think we should, we should definitely mark that and, and look over say like the past years, you know, world or national sequences and difficulty, like analyze the difficulty and then, you know, give a good um, conversation on it because, you know, like you can, a, a lot of the, uh, the guys that were uh, competing around like 2001, 2000, they had um, at worlds, they had your freestyle, the less figures you use, you got bonus points. So you had these people flying like six figure unlimited freeze. That was just manic. super high K. Yeah, super high K and and really hard. So like, you know, that's difficult. But then again, it's a free and you can practice it a million times and it's not a free unknown. So like, I think we should really look it back in it because what I'm sensing or not, that sounds stupid. Um, but what I'm feeling almost is like the jump right now. The jump is crazy. But like to, to, to be able to win at a world level with the sequences that they have these, you know, flying three free unknowns and the, the complexity of the figures. Um, somebody like me right now, like in my, in my lifestyle, like my position, I can't forget the money. Like I don't have the time, nor do I want to allocate that time to, to do that because right now there's way more important things like my family and, and obviously my business and then comes, you know, flying. So like the first two things right off the bat, like I can't dedicate that type of time to be, you know, a top, a top contender at worlds. That's even before putting the money aspect into it. So like, you know, it's a little bit upsetting. Like I, I certainly have a passion, but I think that maybe my curse or whatever is that I'm just realistic in the fact that I'm not going to, you know, do something half ash, spend 50 G's, go to worlds and finish 27th. Like I just, there's to me, that's a waste of time and money. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. I mean, so. shit, that's why it's why I'm in the position that I'm in. I, I think a lot of it's a, a waste of time and money. And as I get older, I think it's even more of a waste of time and money, which is really sad because yeah. it kind of come to the re- realization that it's not not my burning passion desire. I mean, I love it. I, yeah, I think about it all for certain all day, people. But. I mean, for Rob, it's not a waste. I mean, the guy's the guy's lifestyle and, you know, the way his just looking at I hope I'm not sounding stupid here, but what his goal he's able to i think realistically look at what he wants to achieve which i assume is is being a, a world champion and with what he does you know as a career um i think that's that's a cheat i think that's a realistic goal i think he's got a great shot at it um he's young he's he's definitely in great shape he's got the airplane he's got the time the coach money yeah. and and he's doing it um and no distractions so you know, I think that's a super realistic goal because everybody else that's a top top five, top ten person at world, you know, I mean, they're either like twenty two years old flying for the French Aero Club or military, you know, no freaking stresses, no mortgage, you know, that's their job. So like that's right off the bat, that's that's priceless. You know, we can never yeah. have that. Um when he's a unicorn. So let's let's make that very clear. Rob Holland, oh, totally. I'm not talking about his ability. Not it's not his ability. Like he has the intangibles. Like he he's built. I mean, he's built for this. It's a grind. For competition, it's so grueling. Yeah. For competition, he's, do you he's, think? He's, would you say he's the goat in America? Do you think he's yeah. the American goat for a rusty? I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's not because he's uh, one more national. He's obviously, than, uh, and he's the thinking about it. He's the goat freestyle for the world. All time. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think ever I don't think I anybody's think, ever gonna take that away. Like even when we're dead. You know, and, and what's funny, I don't know and and people that that can remember uh could correct me if I'm wrong, uh shoot me an email or uh shoot me a message. But uh I don't know that Leo was talked about as um highly regarded when he was alive. It wasn't until he died that people yeah. were really like, holy shit, Leo was the best. You know, did did yeah. people really say, oh, shit, Leo is the best? I don't remember. I was too young. I, I, don't, Chapman, I really don't remember. I think when we interviewed Chapman, he led some he was we were talking about something with Leo. And I think Leo, even when he was alive, because he was that good, had that halo. Yeah. Not ha- halo in a bad way, but like that aura where. Thora. You know, he just he 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 was just a, a great pilot. And what's crazy about him too is um I've never heard about him getting any type of coaching. Never. And me neither. I wonder if he ever had a coach. That's a great question to ask somebody from that era. Yeah. Yeah, which you which know, obviously would I be mean, impossible to do now. It'd be impossible to do now. You, you, there's no way. Yeah. Uh even Sammy, like, you know, for as little as he's been coached, which is insane to me in uh this day and age um he would benefit greatly at that level because it if it took you if it gave you an extra one percent i mean that's a huge yeah. gain when you're talking about how close um to these top pilots fly uh from it from a scoring standpoint but yeah i yeah. i i think well i think that's you know, i think so rob good. is going to go on the mount rushmore yeah and i think sam so, sam is yeah. really good because he just has an incredible foundation you know, he's obviously put the time yeah. in and I think that he, he really 
or whoever, you know, his dad and, and, and mom and whoever directed him as, as a kid, you know, flying gliders and, and J3s and steering, like all those fabric and, and feel airplanes. You know, I think that's, that's why he's, he's good. It's just, is flying that, that underpowered slow and, and trying to get every ounce out of it, you know, obviously with the pits too. So like, I think yeah. that's so understated with people like just jumping into these plastic airplanes. It's just, you're really doing yourself a disservice. You, you know, what, it, what it's, what a decathlon or a super D, you know, and competition aerobatics can do for you. If you stayed in that for a couple of years, um, oh, it's just, it's, it's everything. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I agree. And I, I think, um, yeah, it's, 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 man, I, I just, I think about the, the, yeah, I think about the pressures of, of these guys and, and, you know, Sammy has a job and he's now he's got a wife. Yeah. Congratulations, Sammy. Um, he's got a dog, you know, so those pressures, yeah, got a dog. <laughs> uh, he's, those pressures are going to start sinking in and, and it, it takes away from, from the, where you can just go fly three times a day, you know, and, yeah. and, and just master this stuff so yeah um I, not very many people can can live like that which is uh it's it's just amazing to immerse yourself i mean he's just gr- grew up on that airport grew up you know was born into the cockpit of a steerman you know we gotta go out pits, there whatever you want yeah you, know? you and i gotta go oh out there God, and do like a live show from there that that'd would be, be fun, so fun we'd have we have to do that uh, largely because, well, and we'll have to figure out the internet situation because every time we get somebody from Santa Paula on the audio and connection sucks ass. I know. I feel like I, I think of Santa Paula and I visualize it and it just reminds me of like Mad Max and the Thunderdome, like that type of like vibe, like people driving these like yeah. weird, weirded out VW bugs and, and trucks that have like flames and, and spears coming off of it. You know, they're walking around Dude, in costumes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like fucking like Waterworld, except it's on an airport. You know, it's like total, total yeah, mayhem. It's like, yeah, like they don't know that like cell phones exist. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they have oh, their own God. language down there. Yeah, they've got this code going on. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Santa Paula, um, AJ's airplane. I don't know how much we can talk about. I guess probably not um, much. Well, Chris well, Rudd's been working on it in Union City. We need a nickname for Chris Rudd. He's posting a lot. I love it. <laughs> God, what, what would I call him? It's got to be something to do uh, with like traveling because he's traveling the country, it seems, and like just living life. Love it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess he Chris flew AJ's plane. I saw. And I guess the fuel yeah, tank is fine. You know, they welded mm-hmm. it up. Um, I tell you what, that's not that long of a turnaround to take that nah. airplane completely apart, fix the tank or install a new tank, throw the wing on it and go fly. He flew it three times today. That yeah. dude works quick. I mean, that poor airplane has just been, it's like, it's, it's like those movies you see when the girls get human trafficked. Like that airplane is just a victim of human trafficking. <laughs> I tell you it's what, like, it's probably the best. It it's is. probably the best 330 SC on the planet, though, because everything's new. Yeah, 
It's just like, every, oh, yeah. like it probably hasn't seen his mom or dad in like 20 years that airplane, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's a milk carton with its picture on it somewhere in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I guess uh, I tell you, you know, Chris, Chris Rudd's the man. So when, when I uh, did the warm up pilot thing overseas, it was great. I felt yeah. like such like a VIP because, you know, I'd, I'd fly the airplane and then, you know, I'd get out of it and I'd like want to clean it and and do my and Chris, Chris Rudd and um, this guy, right. Where like, no, we got this. Go relax. You got to fly again. I'm like, you sure? And they're like, yeah, there's no problem. And then like, I still kind of like hung around because I it's so awkward, man. Like, you know, you, you get in like to use this great airplane, like you want to try to help out in any way. Uh, but they freaking took care of that thing. And every night they went through it and checked it out for the next day. Like it was, it was an, it felt like I was on the French aerobatic team. Like if is, which yeah, is crazy. Fancy. That's, that's every day for them. Like that's normal. Like, Oh yeah. You, what do you mean? You put oil in your old plane. Like pfft, you poor piece of shit. Like <laughs> don't get your hands oily. Just, yeah. They freaking they hop out of the airplane. They got a nice fresh loaf of bread and a cigarette. <laughs> some uh some caviar a, a loaf of bread a french roll yeah a cigar a nice or, yeah cigarette no it's got to be a cigarette yeah nice yeah. nice glass of bordeaux yeah yeah they're eating that fancy french food that comes on a ritz cracker meanwhile like you and yeah. i are like housing down like a bacon egg and cheese with four eggs on a hero <laughs> <laughs> like ketchup on our stomach oh my god <laughs> yeah it's so funny because like, we, we were over there and like, you know, the French pilots, they're like 140 pounds soaking wet. You know, there's just rails. Yeah. They, no muscle to them. Typical like French uh, stereotype. And then there's us like I'm like 220 and like 510. I'm not fat. I think I'm my mom told me I was athletic built and um, <laughs> yeah, AJ, AJ is like two same same way. AJ is just a big dude. Dunphy is just a big dude. You know, every we're just like big like just from all the freaking like hormones that we eat here <laughs> and, like you can only imagine what they're saying as we're like squeezing our fat asses into the sc like wiggling ourselves in <laughs> you guys get out and it's like i'll take a 20 piece with barbecue sauce <laughs> yeah is it lunchtime yet <laughs> <laughs> oh brunch as we're like getting cleared say 30 box. minutes ago I'm getting cleared into the box, you're just burping on the uh, on the radio. Wipe <laughs> mayonnaise off your face. Ketchup packets are coming on the canopy as we push. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, uh, spicy chicken from KFC. I was wondering where I put that. Oh god, yeah, man. French did just on another level. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not trying to talk shit about it, the U.S. because we're, I think. The unlimited team is really killing it lately, but like, man, I sh- we showed up to Romania and I saw those freaking uh, frogs all lined up, and Baptiste, rest of soul, is there fucking like pounded as an you know it was a folded up umbrella, and he's like pounding it on the pavement, giving them like a metronome time, and they're all watching one guy walk his sequence, and I was like, what? oh fuck, man, I felt like the Mighty Ducks on their first game. <laughs> I held the whole team together and I was like, quack, 
Quack, quack, quack, quack, quack, quack, flying V. Yeah. Dude, so, um, whack update. What's going it on? Sounds like, it, it sounds like planes are, are getting lined up for the U.S. team. Ooh. Ooh. Is it the same as, as what's been going like on? So Aaron I think so. is is got an airplane. AJ and Johnny yep. um are yep. Roman Falls, I think they're using. Who's Rob? What's going on with Rob? I'm afraid to ask him over text. I wonder if he's listening to this episode. Rob, when what dude, he I get text messages when I say something stupid. He's like, hey, you know, uh actually it's this, you fucking idiot. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say the fucking idiot part, but I do. We do get texts. He does listen. Love you, Rob. Uh, let us know. I, love, um, I would imagine. I love, I love me guessing, some Bobby Holly. Love me some Bobby Holly. I'm guessing that he's going to arrange to fly odds airplane. I mean, that would just make That's, the most sense. Um, that, exactly. That's what I can't thinking, bring his. But, but man, like the French are so serious with not like we're not, but like they're like, like their life depends on this shit, you know, because they're, you know, they get money from the government. So. Or it's some yeah. of them do, I guess. But well, um, I, I also really wonder, um, like, for odd, like odd, it's odds airplane. I think. I mean, I don't know the actual yeah. financial arrangement. I don't. I don't need to know. But I think it's her airplane. But what? What is the fallout for um, her letting an American borrow that airplane? You know, is yeah, there a, stigma like a serious thing with the French team? Yeah, yeah. The French don't fuck around, dude. I know. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I told they you will, what happened with that. They that, will, that they're going to smoke cigarettes and then <laughs> they'll, they'll light a cigarette, take a, take a puff and then flick it at you and then walk away. I feel like, I feel like when the Hardcore. French walk their sequences, there's a, like a violinist like serenading them as they're walking it. <laughs> it's like they're like, they're walking, <laughs> walking around the Eiffel tower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then francois mamislav is there just freaking bumming it up <laughs> wait wait he's got like instead of like a what do you call those like cigarette holders yeah what are those uh shit but instead of like a cig instead of like a cigarette called? instead of a cigarette on the end it's like an 18 wheeler cigar it's just fucking like <laughs> a three foot long cigar he's smoking wait, wait. yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's dying his oh, vodka man. to but make yeah, it look like, like wine. So like, did He's I put red you? red food coloring in his vodka. <laughs> yeah. He's got like an eyedropper. <laughs> this cab is so good. <laughs> Give me some more crackers. <laughs> Speaking of wine, I'm drinking a just a delicious glass of uh Napa Ooh, What right are you now. drinking? Oh, what's the uh It's layered. What's the name? 2015. And Ooh, 15. I heard that was not a good year. I heard 15 was not a good year. It's okay. It no, was a dry year. Yeah. Honestly, 15, I think 15, 16, and 17 are, have, have been pretty yeah. dry. This yeah. year's going to be pretty dry. Anything, I think Although uh, we, got, 12, we got a lot of rain good. early. 13 was good. And then after that, you started getting. Yep. 12 was good. 13 was good. Yeah, uh, except that. uh, that's kind of the earthquake vintage. Um, so that was when an earthquake struck Napa and a lot of the yields, a lot of the, I mean, it was, mm. everything was harvested already. So it was a lot of, it was in barrel Very acidic, right? and, uh, got lost. The soil. No, like yeah. everything was in barrel. Like, so they had already harvested. 
and um, when the earthquake hit, it knocked all the barrels off. And so, like, a lot of wineries oh, lost a bunch of yield. Ooh. Yeah. No good. No good. Yeah. What would you recommend no. to our use to our users to our listeners? Um, fifty dollars. You know, not in a restaurant because otherwise it'd be like one fifty. Okay. But like, you know, they they met a girl or some, uh, you know, maybe a guy. And, um, you know, they, they coming over to house for the first time or apartment and they, you know, would have a nice bottle of wine together and a nice little dinner. What, what are you thinking? Oh man. It depends on where you're going to go shop, but this is the fifth date, by the way. So like, you know, we're at like sportsman level now. Yeah. We're at sportsman level. Okay. Okay. Um, We're looking to go to intermediate and start doing some snaps. Maybe some okay. unknowns. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, if you can go to a wine shop and and buy something, you know, depend the foreign wines they ebb and flow so much. Um, you know, like a lot of French wines are are really hard to get affordably anymore. Even Beaujolais, which was like kind of like the last holdout of affordable wine in France. Basically, like, think of it as kind of like Pinot Noir and Burgundy, um, but at like a quarter of the price or like a tenth of the mm. price. And now it's it's kind of gone up a little bit. But um, I really like Frog's Leap Merlot. Um, you can find it every now and again in retail. Um, a lot, mostly sold at the estate in Napa. But um, Frog's Leap Merlot is one of my favorite Merlots in Napa Valley. It's so freaking good. And at the winery, I think it's like 44 bucks. So it's actually pretty That's- affordable. Uh, for Napa. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cab I'm drinking is, I think, 55 from Laird. Um, you can only buy it at the estate. It's not sold in, in shops. But honestly, for 50 bucks, you can you can get really good good wines for 50 Subtle bucks. Subtle brag. Subtle brag. No big deal. <laughs> I go there all the time. I like that no you I like that you don't ask me like a follow up like, what about you, Jeff? Because you know I'm just some derelict bum who doesn't know shit. <laughs> You're going to recommend Jack Daniels, a jug of uh, a freaking handle of Jack. No, barefoot. Barefoot. And barefoot. <laughs> barefoot rosé. White Zinfandel. Some uh, skinny skinny girl wine. <laughs> what, do you, what do they call that? Well, skinny delicious. <laughs> skinny. Yeah, dude. Skinny. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. There's so many of those. White, white girl rosé or whatever. Like that dude. Uh, uh, the fat Jewish. You know that that account I wish on they Instagram would come out with like a transgender wine, like and it's like don't try to identify me, just drink me. <laughs> We've honestly kind of had those for a long time. Like we used to call them in the in the business kitchen sink wines, where it's just like four, five, or six grape varietals mixed into one. In, like you've probably biz. had. Um, have you ever had the offering? Menage a trois. By Sands. Uh, Menage. Menage a trois is a, a good example. Um, yeah. See, I know some stuff. They're they're kind of I'm not an idiot. They're lower quality grapes, though. No. What would you well, so what's your prisoner? Ooh, I think I yeah. have you beat. Prisoners and I, I don't think I don't think you've had it. Um I've no, I've recommended it to you. Um it's one of my favorites in that price range. And when I say in that price range, that's the highest I'm willing to pay for wine. Um it's called Parallel. It's a Napa, Napa Cab. And it's the winemaker really? from uh, it's the winemaker from Screaming Eagle. He opened up. It's they do like ninety barrels a year. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's delightful. Screaming Eagle, by the way, is fucking insane. Oh, that's epic. Yeah, that's better than Camus. Yeah. Oh, dude, Screaming that's Eagle some, is probably one of the some top Rothschild following. Shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, they. I mean, to even get a bottle of Screaming Eagle, I mean, I'm sure the current release is 350 bucks if you can even find it. Yeah, you know, they're, they're now that makes insane. Opus look like table wine. Yeah, I remember going to Opus. I remember buying a bottle of Opus one. My wife and I, when we were dating, this is before we were married, Ooh. bought a bottle there. Oh, so this is like, oh, so and this is your date wine. You're a high spender. Ooh. No, this was like, this was like, holy shit. Should we, should we get one of these and like, we'll save it for some crazy occasion? And we did. And I don't remember what the occasion was, but it probably was like getting engaged or something like that, you know? But like, <laughs> after, like, as we started drinking, and in fact, maybe it wasn't because we started getting really heavy into wine and like, got it, it dude, it got so carried away. We were drinking hundred dollar bottles like on a Tuesday. Oh, I didn't know I mean, your wife was crazy. into it. I, oh, she loves it. Yeah. I thought she was like a whiskey drinker. No, no, she's, she, <laughs> it, she is a wino. Like, really? Like Papa here. Oh my God. You yeah. guys are just way too classy for Nikki and I. Nikki's drinking Cosmos. Been, I'm drinking yeah. Jameson. I'll <laughs> drink a Cosmo. Be like, God, oh, do you have any no uh, kettle one? <laughs> <laughs> I love, dude. I love girly okay. drinks. Give me a Babry's and I'll be happy. Do you know? Okay, I'll own I'm gonna that. be real right I now. Will own we, it. We do have to get back to flying, but I I want to say this. I remember. So when I was in the Navy, like we went all I went all over the world, right? So like. In Singapore, you know, it's like, it's so fun to like get like Singapore slings or like, you know, like go to Key West, you like drink rum runners and, and, and Long Island iced teas and shit. I remember getting so much shit from people. They're like, won't you be a man and drink beer? I'm like, bitch, this girly drink right here is like triple or quadruple the amount of alcohol that's in your fucking beer and your beer tastes, and it like tastes shit. great. Yeah. I'm going to drink my daiquiri and get more fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that like has to, tries to pretend like they don't like a pina colada, like don't you love that? Like you're so full of shit. Get you're the, the guy fuck out of here. That's the I guy love that like you're at a restaurant. Like that's the guy in a restaurant where he's having dinner with his wife, and there's like a hot waitress, and the wife's like, "You think she's pretty?" And he's like, "No, honey, oh, no, no, she's not pretty." Like just fucking own it. Just yeah, she's hot. I don't Whatever. look at other women. Can't deny it. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aye, no, aye. I, I totally agree, dude. I'm I'm all about, dude. I I remember landing in Puerto Vallarta. This is as an airline pilot, so this is like within like the last. It might have been pre-COVID, but like the last few years, right? On an overnight in Puerto Vallarta, I, I get my swim trunks on. I I uh, hit the pool, and there's like a swim up bar in one of the pools. There's a bunch of pools, but like swim up bar in one of these pools, and I order a pina colada. Every, everybody's signing up to like, be an airline pilot right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's to get to get paid to drink pina yeah. coladas and eat tacos in fucking Mexico is the best. It's the best. There's no there's no other it reason to do epic. it. It's tacos and <laughs> pina coladas. It's amazing. Yeah, and the guy I was with was like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, what, man? Pina coladas are the shit, dude. I love dude coconut and pineapple and they're delicious. Oh, man, and rum. Oh, do you get the extra oh, rum shot in it? They're I so good. Ha- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I gotta be and honest. I like the rum. The Call extra me- shots where they they. Yeah. You take the uh, the tube tester thing and they stick it upside down oh, and they leave and it so in it just there. Kind of soaks in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's nice. It's like flirting with you the whole time you're drinking it. 
that's my jam. I know. I'm yeah. just looking at like the lower, the lower, the, the, the more that little tube empties, the drunker I get. Yeah. You know what? This thing that sucks though, is that as we get, as we lose our youth, um, because I'm, I gain weight just by looking at shit, a lot of calories in pina coladas. I, I can't say I enjoyed a pina colada lately. It's been a couple of years. It's like 500 calories in yeah. one. No, uh, you know me. I, can't, I can't have one. I need like five. I need five. Dude, you got to double fist those bad boys. You know, you got to walk around just, just cocked and rocked like and ready to rock. That pool bar and everything like that. Just fucking hanging out. Absolutely. You know, checking, checking out the local talent. I love it. No, there's nothing cherry better. At the end. There's nothing better. Uh, give me two cherries. You know what? Yeah. Tom? Give me three. Give me three. <laughs> and the little the little pineapple wedge they did, oh, the best like, was my my shit this is my jam dude the pineapple wedge on the side of the glass right and then yep. the little you know the little trident the little plastic the pink plastic trident that's holding two cherries that's stuck in in inside the drink and then the extra rum shot get if 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 people are listening to this and they're like mark is a bitch and i don't like what he's talking about you are Fuck full of off. shit Okay. You can fucking leave. Fuck off. Turn it. Turn you the volume down. The, you, yeah. And go listen to Joe Rogan. Just see ya. See ya. That's the jam, dude. Dude. And I the best part is like right when you go to like an all inclusive place, I'm going to drink one next time. Um, in fact, speaking of which, and I don't care. I'm sorry if we're not talking about aviation to some of the people here. I hope you're enjoying this. But <laughs> we'll get we back should, on track here in a second. <laughs> but like we should make Sammy. Our mixologists for the show, the flight, the FCS mixologists. Should we try to create a signature drink? <sighs> I didn't even think of that until like now. A, you, a, a fly, a fly cool shit. I'll have an you FCS. Know, you're, I'll make it a double. Your wife, your wife better be afraid to lose you because there are a lot of people right now that would scoop you up in a heartbeat. Do not comment. <laughs> but yeah no what i was saying is that the best is like you go to an all-inclusive place and you don't even care you're just freaking you'll you'll do strawberry daiquiris uh, like i said bay breezes freaking pina coladas what am i missing i think that's oh that's um, the big three that, and and who, i think that's a good yeah that's solid who the fuck doesn't like an umbrella in their drink like come on no that's awesome Playing around with that thing, opening it up, closing it, opening it up, closing it. <laughs> Name it's better time to be alive. I, I used to be, I used to be so amazed that those things existed. I was like, how do they make it so tiny? And they're so cost they effective. It's like little balsa wood. Yeah. Oh my God. So cost effective. Gosh, the people making them yeah. are the same ones that make our gloves. <laughs> right next to the, uh, on the <laughs> other production true. line. <laughs> It's so Speaking true. Which, it's we so should true. get branded drink umbrellas. I bet you people would buy those. People would for sure buy drink umbrellas with FCS on them. We should definitely do that. <laughs> I love it. Like a black umbrella with gold. Oh, oh I, my god! Dude, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, so we should this go full send with the sponsor that we're trying to get. Uh, with the watch thing. Yeah. And like, maybe somebody knows a contact. I sent them there, an email, so, but I haven't heard anything back. So we want to, I don't know if anybody's heard out there, um, this watch company, it looks really, really cool. 
Um, it's called AV8. It's AVI and the number eight. And um, we emailed them to, you know, try to sponsor the show or maybe like product sponsor. So like send us a watch and then we review it. But uh, what we were thinking is that maybe they can design a watch for the IAC. And because they do like, they do these watches where it's like designed after a Spitfire or a 51 or something like that. And then like some of the, um, some of the dials look like, dials in the uh, cockpit is it's really cool actually i think i'm whether or not i'm, I'm probably gonna buy one but um it'd be cool to like do an yeah, IAC like one or an aerobatic one and like maybe the like the second thing could be like a side engage and then like the other rest can look like an airspeed or a g meter or something like that you know yeah i, I like that so if anybody knows somebody at 88 yeah. let us know let me know so I, I like heard a rumor. And, and and for that matter, um hold on before we move on. Uh if anybody knows anybody that would be willing to sponsor the podcast, we're we're, we're looking. Um if it's a right fit, we would we would love to bring out some sponsors of the podcast. So, uh shoot us a shoot us a message, shoot an email, at gmail.com. We would love it. Yeah, let the bidding begin. Um, you heard a rumor. <laughs> yeah, I heard a rumor. Um it can be public, I guess. Um, obviously, everybody knows the Pit Viper Prince has sold his G202. I don't think we should say yep. his full name because I only want our hardcore fans to know what's going on. Um, but yeah, the Pit Viper Prince was getting an airplane. I don't want to say what it was, but he um, he rescinded it. And he's in talks with GenPro. I, I can't believe it, but he's talking with the gen pro people in Hungary. I don't know. Did you hear anything on that? I did not hear anything about that. And I must say I'm, I'm quite devastated because I guess he doesn't like extras because extra would be the simple route. You just go extra. No problem. There's, there's some used ones out there. You put an order in and, uh, the, uh, the Germans over there will, will build you something up. But yeah, I I don't I don't know a lot of details about it. Maybe Gen Pro's got this secret two ship that because I know he was looking at a two seater, but maybe he's just going, you know, single seat. <sighs> Crazy. Gen Pro. Coming to the US. What it that would be kind of cool. It would be In pretty a weird epic. Way. And it fits the pit fucking field day with it. Mache is not going to live that long. He's somebody's going to take him out. He's on borrow time right now. He's on borrow time. That that boy. <laughs> oh man, I miss the good old days of Adrian and him battling it out on Facebook. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, the good old days. Kind of want to go wonder to, years. I definitely want. Next time you're in New York, I definitely want to. You and I should definitely hit up Carbone without him, just to send a message. Oh, that'd be so funny. I, I, that would yeah, be yeah. so funny. You know what was funny too is I was eating dinner the other night. Here we go again off topic, but real quick. And my wife must have bought carbone marinara sauce from the store. <laughs> so I opened up the cabinet and I had uh, the uh, the red sauce from carbone. <laughs> so you can buy the sauce at the store? Yeah, that's how you know it's a shitty restaurant. Like if you're selling the sauce that's to make a living, dog that's shit. A, yeah, it's dog shit. Yeah, it's fucking dog shit. Dude, I totally forgot. I was in Vegas like a few days ago on a layover. I should have gone to Carbone. Now you got to go to the one in New York without him. 
Because he'll say, he'll be like, oh, that's the <laughs> Vegas one. It sucks. It's not the New York one. I'm from Jersey. I'm, uh, I'm dirty. Like, that's, that's true. You know him. That like, is oh, so sorry. True. Sorry we didn't invite you. I thought you were taking apart something. I thought you were taking apart your extra. Sorry. You want to know how stupid I am? I was listening to the uh, the episode, um, last episode or whatever, or maybe in the episode before, and we were making fun of him about taking shit apart. And <laughs> when we were talking about him going to a restaurant, just asking for everything deconstructed. Can you can you bring me the pasta uncooked? <laughs> can I have the pasta, sauce on the side, parmesan cheese on the side, and parsley on the side? I'll I'll put it together myself. <laughs> and plate on the side. I want I want it I want my everything in jars, but I don't want anything on the plate. Yeah. He Nothing gets his plate. like fact, he gets his entree. <laughs> he gets his entree, it's like some chicken dish, and the waiter comes back five minutes later, the chicken's on one side. The sauce is on one side. Everything is just separated. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, is there a problem? No, it's just my life. Just no, this is just how I like things. <laughs> yeah. I like things completely dismantled. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, the Pit Viper Prince is getting a Gen Pro or looking at getting a Gen Pro. So start spreading the word. Um, if you don't like that, reach out to him. Ask him what's up. Why? And uh, give us your feedback on it. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Yeah, yeah dude. I so love what's it. going on I, you know, in the IAC world? I wish you would have bought an extra. Ah, oh, dude. Um, IAC West? Something what's going on? going on in the IAC world? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, you were talking about like a championship it, or something? Because um, I want to plug every IAC contest. But um, yeah. let's see here. Let me, I'm just going to pull up the dates and stuff for ISC Open West, um, which is uh, my local contest, which is cool. Uh, so let's see here. That's awesome. Let me just pull up. I'm just going to try to pull up dates. There's also a contest in, whoa, gosh, Warrington, um, the James Polk contest run by Adam Cope, who's an awesome, awesome dude. And they're doing something really cool yeah. where they're giving you a chance to um, dive into the box with music. So you could pick your soundtrack. And uh, I thought that was so cool, dude. Anything, right? Anything for a good laugh. What song would you do if you were diving in? Jaws. Ooh, going to serious route. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I I don't know. What would be what would be really fun? Maybe something funny like Britney Spears, "Hit Me Baby One More Time." So, oddly enough, my daughter had a dance competition. She's five, so, um, and her song for her dance, you know, her her team dance was "Mermaid Barbie," and it was the most catchy tune in the world. So, I would choose. I would go with "Mermaid Barbie." No, "Mermaid Barbie Party." That's what I would do. I like that. Yeah. Dude, you know? okay. Sidebar. <laughs> Another sidebar. And then we'll get back and I'll, I'll plug. Uh, <laughs> um, your kids listen to Jojo Siwa? Probably. What's that? It's. Uh, you would know. So thank your lucky stars. They don't. Um, oh, God. Um, 
uh, it's, it's terrible, but it's like super kid. <laughs> it's a kid bot. It's, it's, it's like, everybody's a super girl. Yay. We're super like, it's, it's oh, God. you know what? I, I never played like wheels on the bus and, and all that other shit when the kids were really little, but this is, this might be worse. It's like super boppy shit. But anyway, um, there's a couple of my little pony songs. I'm like, that'd be really funny to play like a my little pony song. This is what I would dive into. It's catchy, right? That's catchy. That's basically Jojo Siwa. Oh, this is, oh, this is just Who wouldn't want to dive into that song? Man, I bet it's like fucking up my life because I, I would go to that contest. But what am I going to do? I can't fly. I haven't been practicing in advance. And I'm sure shit not ready to go fly unlimited there. So like. That's that's kind of what is a little frustrating right now for me. You know what I mean? This is the song you need to jump. This is the song you need to go into. Ooh. Oh, I've heard this. Oh, God. <laughs> this makes me yeah, want to stick needles in my eyes. Fuck. Just, just rip my eardrums out. Um, yeah, I... I I don't know how long. Okay. Here's the thing. This is the problem. How long is the song? Is it just for the wag or do you like it cleared out of holding? Right. Or, you know, like, do they play a minute? How long do they play? Because it can be distracting because if you're, you're yeah. diving in and you got rhythm, you know, I bet you're going to get yeah, that. You're, 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 you're going to get an asshole there that takes it way too seriously. Who picks a song that the that like the beat is to like his cadence of like flying like fuck off Billy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Kyle, shut up, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and I are diving into Mermaid Barbie. <laughs> I, I it would be funny to do something really like really stupid. Yeah, but yeah, bravo, Adam Cope, man. That's a uh, that's a really yeah. cool idea, man. Uh, really cool. Dude, I wish I I wish I was good right, enough I to come it. to your contest, but I, I suck right now. So. <laughs> somebody needs to do this. I have it. I have it. I have the perfect one. Oh, do somebody, tell. Somebody needs to do a sound effect of a Stuka dive bomber from World War II. Oh, my God. As you're diving in. That's really good, too. That's really like good, it. too. You know what else is a really good yeah. one? Remember that funny scene? Only a few people are going to know about this. But it's like that intervention show and the guy, it's that black dude that starts crying. And he's like, <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Or maybe like, you know what else I would do diving in is I would rip, I would um, copy the um, intro music to Michael Goulian's air show. That Rob Ryder does. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yes. Hailing from Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and now from above. Oh my God. That'd be epic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Will you look up? Uh, we look look up when that contest is. And in the meantime, um, I will. Cause that's probably the same weekend. Um, it's in June. Let me look. I got mermaid yeah. Barbie on my phone. Um, right now. <laughs> Uh, IAC West Open Championship at Tracy. Um, pretty cool that Chapter 38's contest is being moved from Kalinga to um, to Tracy. Very close. Very awesome. Um, and 
uh, I got to give a shout out to Lyft. I know I, I do almost every podcast, but Lyft is just so fucking awesome, man. Shout out to Braden and Todd at Lyft. Uh, they're sponsoring um, winners in each category. So each category, winner in each category will win a pair of shoes. So if that's Ooh. not a reason to show up and, and, and kick ass, I don't know what is. But um, registration is uh, June 1st and 2nd. Contest is uh, 3rd and 4th. Okay. Uh, they're, I mean, basically all categories. In fact, uh, gliders too. So you got primary it. power sportsman, intermediate, advanced, and limited glider sportsman, intermediate, advanced, and limited. Also four minute free. Love it. Okay, so, so yeah. the warranting contest is the James K. Polk Open Invitational. That's a little serious to call it an invitational. Um, yeah, June sixteenth to June seventeenth. Not invited. Well, I can think I can think of a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> table that table that one um all categories it is in uh, midland virginia sorry i got confused with va meant <laughs> for a second warrington faquia airports oh it's a french word how do you pronounce this one oh you, you go with french f-a-u okay, let me let me type it out f-a-u-q-u-i-e-r Fakwia? Oh my gosh, let me hold on. Fakwia? It's at that queer airport in uh, Virginia. Fakwia. Fakwia. I'm going to say Fakwia. Orange and Fakwia. Ugh. <laughs> God. I'm probably wrong, but. Dude, I never felt. Did I tell you about my my uh, thing at the airport with the uh, my new friend who got the 300L who's in my hangar now? Um, yeah, yeah. And his family came out. Did I tell you about that? I don't think you did. Dude, so this guy's awesome, by the way. He just just a really cool guy. Just got into aerobatics. I got a three hundred dollar. He's just having fun, and um, you know, he just he's just a cool dude. So he's like, "You gonna be out on Sunday?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be out on Sunday." So he's like, "All right, cool." Like my kids and I'm gonna bring my wife out, and then because uh, they live in Manhattan, so you know, it's it's a long trip out to where the uh, the hangar is. So they usually make a day of it, which is kind of cool to get out of the city. So. Um, I'm there with my kids, you know, Mason pipe. And then he's got three kids out there too. Well, two and a half. One's like six months old. So, you know, just hanging out and, um, you know, everybody's getting along good. His wife is, is, uh, from France, super sweet, sweet girl. And, um, their kids are seven ish or 10 ish and 10 ish and five ish, like five and nine or something like that kind of spread. And they speak English and everything. And then all of a sudden, they start speaking to everybody, each other in French. They're bilingual. They're speaking two languages. And my kids are like, you know, picking dandelions, like barely putting sentences together. And I'm like, next, this is, this is bad. We got to really start teaching our kids <laughs> some education here. But like, talk about being yeah. like, yeah. Oh my God. I never felt like such like a, a schlub <laughs> in my life. I felt like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I felt like Ricky Bobby in that moment. <laughs> I was just like, Oh my man. God! Thank you, Lord Jesus, baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I started whipping out the French, and then we were driving home, and I'm like, "That was fun, Nixon." And she's like, "Yeah, that was like a great time. Like, uh, we should definitely hang out again with them soon." And and yeah, everything looked good. And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, like whipping out the French and everything like that. Like, I feel like you know, really uh, stupid. Not that I might be, but she's like, you'll never like they speak like five different languages." Like that's not the only language they speak. So I'm like, oh, fucking perfect. So 
but yeah, he's a cool dude. But man, do I feel do I feel stupid? Around <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a interesting moment. But yeah, he's a really cool guy. He's going to be on the aerobatic scene too. He's starting to train some arresty and um, just nice. really uh, yeah, really into. It. He's got a three hundred L, beautiful. I think it's a ninety eight. He bought it from Southeast Zero. Got a great end number. It's a one number and two letters, um, nice and short. And the thing looks like brand new. Whoever had it before him took phenomenal, phenomenal care of it. It was, it's really beautiful. No paint checking, no cracking. It's really, really nice. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, but um. Anyway, so that contest is in Warrington. Wow, we're really sidetracking. I hope people are gonna fucking hate us. Um, June sixteenth and seventeenth. You know, we have a year. We should really start looking into the European stuff, too, and start talking about them because we have a lot of fans overseas in all different continents. It's fucking crazy. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, we see the picture I just sent you. Yeah. Or that I just sent the group. Yeah, I was just looking. Like We have fans in Australia. Um, That's about it. (laughs) We got them in uh, England. We have two fans in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have Jorge who brings up our Spanish, uh, our uh, demographic. Is that freaking guy still alive, dude? I wanna, I wanna do. I hope people aren't gonna hate this. I wanna do an episode where we get some like fucking amazing guest on, but I wanna charge like ten cents because then we could see who listens to our show, and it's gotta be like because I'm sure some of our haters listen to the show. But it's got to be like an unbelievable episode that like they'd have to like they'd have major FOMO, like fear of missing out. And like, I, yeah. I'm curious if certain people listen to the show. <laughs> we have to do that. Me too. <laughs> they definitely do. Me too, dude. Dude, we have 100,000 plus downloads. So. It's fucking nuts. It's pretty awesome, dude. Um, I'll be honest. I like, you know, I, I you and I are both in agreement with this and we've we've talked about like the influencer scene and all that shit, you know, and how um, yeah. that's the last thing I want to be viewed as, as an influencer. Uh, but I, I love that the podcast, uh, I love that I the people love the podcast. I don't think we come off like I'm, that. No, I don't, I don't think so either, but um, you know, it's, it's pretty cool to see how well this podcast has been received and that it, you know, um, keeps people interested. You know, I get a lot of messages that it, it just keeps people interested in aerobatics and, uh, ignites their interest to compete. And, you know, and I, I will say, I think we've been pretty realistic on the idea and the expectations of, of, uh, competing and, and kind of going that route. And, and I, I certainly, as somebody who doesn't compete, I, I'm, I'm pro contest. Like I absolutely, dude, that is that, if that's what you want to do, go for it. 100% go for it. It's super worth it. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, and to see Doesn't, people that yeah, it's really, just- they get into it, man. I, I freaking love it. So I, I love that this podcast has reached a bunch of people. I love following um, it too. I love seeing up and comers. I love seeing the the greats. Like when Jeff Bourbon came back, when what's Jeff Bourbon? Whatever. But when he came back to start competing again, dude, like that was to me, that's like MJ coming back to play basketball. It was epic. Yeah. Epic. Epic, dude. Yeah. How cool and, is Bourbon, uh, man? He's just a shit. He's fucking the shit. I mean, like, it's so weird. Like, cause like, I think we're past the point of like, not to say like, we don't get like all excited when we get text messages from these fucking legends and, and awesome dudes. 
but like it's just so cool that like that we made friends with them and and you know we get to like kind of keep in touch and and you know just keep the pulse on what's going on he uh bourbon messaged yeah. me maybe somebody can answer this which i had no idea about um a friend of his was getting a sukhoi a uh, 26 and there was one for sale it must have been an early model and he's like you ever hear of something like a sukhoi with a thin wing like a thinner wing and i was like no like i've i've never heard of that i know the 31s originally had one spade then they went to two spades and then the 29s had like full span aileron well they didn't have full span ailerons and they put a different uh, aileron on the 29 the 26 had the mx with the wing tanks and then no wing tanks but then yeah. So like, I'm like, I don't know, man, I never heard of that. But then if you look at like the super early models of the 26 before the 26 M, which was the production one, the ones that they just made for the team, but like back in like the early eighties, yeah. it's a li- like the, the cockpit setup is a little different. The rudder is different. So I'm like, maybe, maybe it was one of these fuckers that like, you know, that was really, really super is this early that yellow on. one. Yeah. That was redone. Yeah. 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 I I didn't want to say the person's name because I don't know if they want to make make it public, and I got a, ro- a lot of respect for the guy. But um, but yeah, I've never. If anybody knows about a Sukhoi twenty six wing that's thin or a thinner type wing that was put on these things, let me know because interesting. Um, I didn't know that, and I that's interesting. Like a like a um, a wonder like a thinner cord. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, super weird. So um. Yeah, never heard of it to be honest. Um, so yeah, if anybody knows of uh, of that, let us know. I'd love to hear about it. Love it, dude. I want to fly a Sukhoi so bad. There's so many planes I want to fly really bad, dude. I really want to fly the the 330 SC. I really do want to fly that airplane. Well, quite, it's here quite a lot. It's here. The keys are in it. You're, Guess who's coming to town? Me. Yeah, you don't, Guess who's coming to town tomorrow? The dawn. Don, oh, I, I should have had, fuck, I just missed my opportunity. I, I should have had the Godfather music queued up. Fuck. Um, Hold yeah. on. How long is he in town for? It's the Jones Beach Memorial Day Air Show. It's here for like three, four days. Dude, can we get, can we get, dude, let's record. Let's get him back on. I don't, dude, I gotta be, I mean, I, uh, I spoke to him today for you a little bit. The same re- Bring your fucking microphone. Dude, I can't. I'm like getting like all giddy. He's all tired. He's. I can't. I I can't. I can't. This like is the like, thought of it. Yeah, this is like going flying with him. I just can't. I can't. No, I just ugh. getting like the chills. Dude, right Rob. Now. T- <laughs> Rob texted me like out of the blue. Like I was, and I was out of. I was out of town doing training, uh, for the airline. But he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm uh, I'm at X, Y, and Z. Dude, come come out." And I was, I, I, I literally, I think I, I think I got a little, I, I like my, I was like, I think I started giggling. My spidey sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, there's how I don't. Yeah. I, don't know. I it's can't, so, it's I can't so record, weird, but I'll just be like awkwardly staring at him, not saying anything the whole yeah. time. <laughs> so, so Mr. Goulian. <laughs> Oh my god! He's just gonna like hear like this under the table. <laughs> just like heavy breathing. God, like, Jeff, why are you drooling? <laughs> why are you drawing hearts on your notepad? Yeah. Whoopsie. 
Jones Beach. That's cool. So are you gonna are you gonna go out and uh, watch the show? That's a great air show, by the way. Um, no, I don't. No, no. Um, I'm actually going on no? a boat on Sunday. My friend's got a nice boat, so I'm going there. I'm gonna get spoiled. Nah, uh, white. What's the wasted. weather been? So Saturday. Oh, take a fucking guess. Hold on, let me. Let me. Uh, they had a washout last year too. Um, it's not looking good. Although it's the forecast is better. Um, Friday's rain. Wait, oh, sorry. What's today? Wednesday. Oh, they changed it. Now they're saying um, Saturday, Sunday, nice. But I'm looking at Ooh, nice. um, my iPhone weather app. Let me uh, let me go on four flight here. Too bad we don't have a four flight sponsorship. And I'll look at the six hour precip. That's that's what we need. Or like a Garmin Pilot mm. subscription, you know, something. Just watch this, sales this weather look up brought to you by. So Friday, it's looking like there's some weather coming in. Might not be good. Then Saturday from 6 Zulu. So 2 p 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. It's going to be spotty on Saturday, if I had to guess. A little spotty. And then Sunday. Oh, it doesn't go that far, but it's looking like Sunday will be fine. So they'll fly Sunday, nice. maybe in in and out, probably low show on Saturday. Um, and then Friday, um, not looking good. But I think I'm seeing him tomorrow. He's coming in tomorrow. We're chatting a lot. The uh, I want to talk to him about the Carbon Cub. He's loving his Carbon Cub. Um, I saw that. I saw the picture of that. It's super cool. Yeah. So um, And he went to Arkansas, so I'd love to get his feedback on Arkansas. Because you know how you and I love Arkansas. Did he go fly the Gamebird? You know, he I don't think he did, but I would love to get his take on the game bird because he would give, you know, if anybody can give an honest opinion on something and if it's good or bad, it'll come out the same way. Um, it's it's Mikey G like he would give I think he would give a phenomenal review on that thing. In fact, they should I just think so too, honestly. I bet you if he flew a game bird, they would sell a lot of them. Not a lot, but well, they probably would because. He's got that. They absolutely know, would. You forget like a lot. I not, not, not you forget, but like, I wonder, I'd love to get somebody who's got a good pulse on the Cirrus community. And I wonder if they like look, cause well, he's got the Cirrus flight school and everything like that. He's got a couple of locations now, which is really, really cool. But I wonder like how many of the Cirrus pilots like know that he's sponsored by Cirrus and like, you know, follow him because you know, he represents, I don't want to fucking fanboy over him again, but like, he's just so professional. He represents every sponsorship, just, just incredibly. So if he was in a game bird, you, I wonder if a lot of the Cirrus guys would, would kind of, you know, get one of those too. Cause this new Cirrus is a million plus. So like what's 490 with zero percent financing. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Put that shit on and layaway. That's the space he lives in. Like, like we've talked about this before. Like, you know, like some random person like owns a hedge fund, you know, or manages a hedge fund, buys a Cirrus and like gets trained by Mikey G. And he's just like, yeah, I don't know who that like, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, uh, you bought a Cirrus. Like, who was your CSIP instructor? I don't know. Some fucking guy, Michael Galante or something out of <laughs> out of the Northeast. I don't remember his fucking name. Some Greek just with like, a Boston like, accent. Like, yeah, that guy He kept telling me to go to the car. And I'm like. <laughs> I don't know. I kept trying to make me buy falafel. 
<laughs> by falafel. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, at least in the aerobatic world, everybody, who doesn't know Michael Gulian? If you don't know Michael Gulian, who does not know? Go to hell. Go straight to hell. Yeah, exactly. God. But, um, but yeah, so he's coming to town. Um, I'm trying to, like, I'm, you know, making Nikki, like, kind of pull her hair back and act like Mike. So we are having like these practice conversations. So that like, I don't fuck up. That's good. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, you know, what do you get? What does he drink? You know, if anybody knows what the Don drinks, I want to make sure I have plenty of that. Um, I was going to take him to, that's right. I was going to take him to, uh, the coffee shop, get him, uh, get him caffeinated, you know, show him around. Wait, are you seriously going to hang out with, you're going to hang out with the Don and take him to the coffee shop. I'm hoping. I mean, uh, dude, that's epic. I know. Like, is there? I mean, maybe I gotta get rad. those. I gotta get the glasses that have the secret camera in them. Just yes. be log <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Jeff, yeah, I didn't know you wear glasses. Yeah, it's a new thing. Allergies. The doctor prescribed them. <laughs> my, my, my phenomenal doctor at City MD that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing gave me glasses for my allergies and a horse pill. <laughs> oh my god oh uh, but yeah man well i next week is going to be a full report on your time with the don i should wear a t-shirt with his face on it that dude dude that <laughs> would be so funny i should pick him up in my car with his soundtrack playing for his air show <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> Dude, vinyl wrap your car in what? Yeah, like, I'm going to copy go. his. What's that? Yeah. And hey, I'm going to dig, I'm copy gonna dig his up airplane the, scheme. Uh, I'm going to dig up all my LED Christmas lights and just fucking wrap my car. <laughs> God, it's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. Maybe I'll like dig up my pinky ring. And just play like all like like old Italian hits, like old Frank Sinatra and Frankie Valley hits. <laughs> Do it. Oh, he's, oh, gosh. I love it. I uh, love it, man. No, I'll be I cool. can't believe you're not going to go watch the show. Dude, it's like you, the traffic. It's typical Long Island, New York crap. Like there's one road in, one road out. Like the traffic is crazy. There's all these like fucking people smoking cigarettes in your face. And if it's windy, the sand's going to get on you. Like, I, come on. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm not doing that. Wouldn't you rather be on a boat? Yeah. Barbecuing? Barbecuing? Oh, I absolutely will. I would love that more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what else we got on the yeah. docket? What else we got Let's going on? Let's talk about the, fr- the fris- Frisbee Mania. Oh, my God. Let's talk about Frisbee Mania. I got to be honest. I don't like the name. I like the maneuver. But it's such an epic. It's we're using the word epic a lot tonight. Um, it's such a crazy maneuver. Like frisbee is kind of like a yeah. It's just like ah, it's like it's not bad enough. You know what I mean? But there's actually yeah. there's no better way to describe it. I get that in essence frisbee, but like I don't know. We should have a better name, but yeah. Call, I'm surprised. Call it Luke, a turntable or something. Yeah. But Luke got it a little bit in that pits. Do you see that? Yeah, I'm at, and I'm actually surprised. Like I, so I haven't. I was, well, 
I had all the time in the world to fly this week. I go to work tomorrow, so I have no excuse. It was hot, though, so I didn't want to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll go try it. I don't know about the inverted Frisbee. That's pretty complex. I don't know if I could get that to stick. I don't know if the extra I don't know if the small tail extras could do a Frisbee. So I was a little surprised to see that the pits could kind of pull it off. Yeah. I was a little shocked. I was I was shocked, too. And then Sammy did the inverted one. And I don't remember. Did Rob ever do an inverted Frisbee? Yeah, Rob did it oh, first. Did. Rob, so Rob did the inverted Frisbee first or like, you know, I don't know if he was the first person to ever do it, but like he posted it. Right. And that went kind of viral because um, Sammy tried it and then Alex Huey tried it and then Luke Penner tried it. And I say when I say try varying levels of success to which, you know, look like look pretty good. And it was so cool because um, on the aerobatic pilots page, it was like. Rob just like totally was like, oh, try this, try that. And then I think um, uh, Rob had this is when Rob had texted me. He's like, dude, I'm in Santa Paula. Come down. Um, he either said Santa Paula or uh, Lancaster, but I think he was in Santa Paula. But he ended up being in Santa Paula and uh, helped Sammy with the figure a little bit, which is so cool, dude. That's you, you know, awesome. like, oh, try this, this and this and fucking boom. God. Yeah, I, I, you, I, dude, love-, I love that shit. I love love that shit. I love yeah. posting a maneuver or seeing a maneuver posted and then um, having somebody be like, oh, try this. Just try it. You yeah. know, you do this, this and this. And it's like, cool. Love it. I love Sammy's edge, too. That's my favorite edge out of all the edges. Thing is, I tell you what, man, beautiful. that's a beautiful edge. It's probably the most beautiful edge in the country, if not one, I think so. like the second. Yeah. I wonder if he's ever going to come back to competition, too. He needs to. We yeah. need him. And when I say we, I mean competition needs him. The world needs him. The world needs Sammy Mason. Like, I, I wonder if he realizes how important he is. No, I he don't say that. Doesn't. I'm not saying that just as a fan. You know, I like I, I think the aerobatic world needs him. I really yeah. do. He's too busy, like riding a unicycle and surfing Mavericks. Yeah. Like juggling hand grenades while fucking dirt biking and shit. Fucking hey, man. But um, yeah, I wonder too because he's got a whirlwind on that thing, and I'm kind of like going back and forth on whirlwind. Um, but I'm curious what his what his uh, feeling is on it. I know the airplane came with it, but I just can't pull myself to buying the hard sole because it's thirty fucking thousand dollars, and that's for that's to me it's that's so obscene for a propeller. It's just that's fucking I crazy. Mean, do you have the um do you have a 203-25 or a 205-25? 203. I mean that can't be much different than a Whirlwind 400, can it? Well, I don't know. I I heard it's got a little more thrust and you lose like one or two knots in cruise, which I don't care. Um but it's supposed to be better. Like Rob swears by them, but Rob's also sponsored by yeah. them, you know. Um that's why it's, you know, it's super hard to, what, to get if, an opinion if, on it. If any, well, but if anybody can um, be a testament, you know, I understand the sponsorship side. Um, but like, if anybody's going to wreck something, it's going to be Rob Holland. So if it can withstand his flying and, um, uh, and keep ticking and yeah. perform well, fuck man. It almost, he almost doesn't have to say anything. No, I know. And I agree with that too, but he, you know, 
I wonder if he gets it overhauled every year, like no matter what. Like those are the things that kind of like I wonder, like people that don't have the sponsorships that, you know, will overhaul it, you know, how long they get in between overhauls when it needs to be overhauled, you know, especially with like that talent, the hearts of talent. That's kind of what I'm curious about. Yeah, I I bet Rob probably gets one a year. Yeah, that that's probably fair, right? And he probably has spare blades. Probably. I don't know. Um, yeah. Because it's interesting. Shit. A, a an MT is not going to withstand what he does to it in a year. No. Maybe it'll last like, a year. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? MTs just don't last. I, I hear good things about Whirlwind, you know, and um, honestly, for a Whirlwind, like, Whirlwinds are basically MT prices. Maybe maybe a little bit more, a couple grand more, not not anything crazy. So I think they're yeah. in the ballpark. Yeah. So it's kind of a good good question. It's like, do you go Whirlwind or, you know? Yeah. Hartzell, dude, it's just, it's in such a different league. I just, that's like when you have FU money kind of, or maybe just fucking psychopaths and, and buy it. But it's just, I, it's, it's a lot of money for a prop. I mean, I just, I can't, I just... I can't, I, I, I can't, I'm not, you know, and I, and I don't need it, you know, maybe if it gives you more performance, but I'm certainly not ready for it if, if that's the case, but it's, I just, yeah, it's, it's way too much to spend, I think, you know, but yeah, who the hell knows who the hell knows. Um, it's an expensive prop, dude, but yeah, we got to get some, I'd love to interview somebody from, um, England. We've got some fans over there. I'd love to see what's going on in their their aerobatic community because we we're not doing a good job kind of keeping tabs on that. There's probably some stuff to talk about over there. You know who we could get on? Who? What about Mark Jeffries? Oh my gosh, that would be great. I totally forget. What a legend! We should definitely get him on. He's a legend, dude. Yeah, okay. He's he's a goddamn legend. He's super legit. It's a pyromaniac. Yeah, let's let's try to get him on. That would be super fun. Yeah, because it would be really cool. Um, unless we go with somebody like, and I don't know how uh, Luigi Do's, uh English is, but like, unless we like get somebody on the French team that could give a perspective on. I mean, that would be amazing to talk to somebody on the French team. Maybe we get. What about Odd? I think her English is pretty good, right? She would come on it. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, she got she went to with Johnny Wacker and Rob to. Sling Aviation to get uh, their ratings, American ratings, and Dude, everything. Let's do it. Yeah, we can get them on. Um, who else is French? Um, that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really want to get. We should. I think it's time to get Marcus and Eric Extra on. I think it's time. We have. Oh my god, we have to do that. Okay, you know what? Because I've been, I've been promising. Eric to, to get Walter on. Let's do it. And I think I, we should and start when I say that it's kids, not though. because I've been reluctant. That may be fun. Yeah, let's do it. Just to let's warm us up. I feel like I would freeze a little let's bit do it. with Walter. Uh, dude, how incredible would it be? Cause I feel like there's only a few questions you have to ask and then you just let him talk for an hour, right? Like, yeah, tell totally. us about how the extra was invented, you know? I'd love to, you know what I'd, my questions to Walter would be like, because, you know, they're so somewhat open with 
their designs. And, you know, it's, you could, if there's so many of them out there that, you know, a lot of, there's so much information that ever people have on them. I'd love to know what designs never made it public. Like that he didn't follow, not follow yes. through with, but he decided not to go. Like what was there a side by side extra that was going to come to be? Was there, um, were you recently yeah, what maybe was the erat- like, what was the most radical extra yeah. design that like you almost pulled the trigger on? Okay. You're right. We, let's do this, dude. Let's get, we got to get Marcus and, and Eric on. Yeah. 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 Um, that would be really fun. And I'd love to find more information out on, um, I, I'm kind of thinking out loud, but with the uh, electric extra, cause I don't know if he can talk about it or I don't know if it's one of those things that it's like, yeah, we tried it. It sucked. Conversations over. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so I was told I asked about that one time uh, to Eric, I think, and I'm pretty sure I was told there was a an accident in Europe regarding an electric airplane and Siemens scrapped that project. So basically, from what I understand, and again, this will be great to have them on so they can clarify because I'm I'm talking from something that I asked years ago, uh, but I I believe that Siemens essentially owned the rights to that airplane. Hmm. It put, they put their, their motor and batteries and all that stuff in it. Gotcha. And when there was an electric airplane accident, they said, you know what? We're going to scrap it. The project. I don't think they scrapped the airplane. I don't know, but they did not further the project. At least that's what I had been told, but it'd be great to talk about that because you want to talk about innovation. It was an electric extra. However many years ago, how many, when did that come out? Six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. When did they debut that thing? Dude, it was so long ago. I know. And it was cool looking too. But, um, oh, it's so yeah, cool. I, I, that like white and, and kind of uh, green. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting where this is going. I mean, obviously, everybody knows what's going on with the, uh, the price of, uh, aviation or just gas in general. Which um yeah I tend not to want to think about, but um I wonder how far yeah. I, I wonder how far how far do you think we are from you know there being an air let's say you know extra is gonna be gonna be the top tier with with electric aerobatic planes if it ever gets that far, but when do you think that that airplane's gonna make it to market like a an electric two seat quote unquote three thirty l x type airplane or n g it's going to be when somebody really takes it seriously. Once somebody takes it very seriously, it won't be much longer from that to yeah. flying. That's my opinion. Um, I, I think it's it's only it's the future. Yeah. I really, you know, Jim Burke, when we had him on, I think he was a little bit more on the and, and granted, he's extremely smart. I'm not as smart as Jim Burke. Um, Clearly, but. Uh, he was a little more significant. Yeah, clearly, uh, he's only slightly more successful than I am just by a little bit. Yeah. Um, he, he was, he was definitely more cynical on the idea of ele- electric airplanes kind of taking over than I am. I, I think the way diamond aircraft is making their, that electric DA 40, mm-hmm. you know, with the solar panels on the tail and, uh, or, or was it them or somebody else like retract, electric airplane um it's badass dude like yeah i think i think once somebody takes it really serious 
which I'm actually su- surprised a little bit that extra hasn't um, kind of taken that over from Siemens or redeveloped an electric airplane because gas has always been so expensive. Yeah, there. but they're fucking selling it's NGs like really mother. They're two years back ordered. They're probably like, fuck that. Yeah. Printing, yeah. I'm printing Deutschmarks right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking 2035. That's the year that's coming to me where it'll be like a, a normal thing to order an extra electric airplane. Like it's been on the market for a couple of years, maybe. And some prototypes have gone, gone past testing and it's legit. I think yeah. 2035 is, it's going to be like a normal where it normalizes a little bit. Yeah, I think I think it's it's eventually going to be a reality and I think it's going to be we're getting to a place where we're right kind of there technology wise um to where we have a we have something viable that can fly for an hour. Yeah. And 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 do it do it well. Whether whether it's going to be heavier or you know whatever it is, you know, remains to be seen, but I'll tell you what, you know, that Siemens Extra I'll never forget seeing that thing towing a fucking glider. And I was like, what? <laughs> I know. That's an electric awesome. extra towing a goddamn glider? Dude. That's it's awesome. it's the craziest thing. That's something most of us never talk about in extra the extra world is that the fact that they're certified to tow gliders. Yeah. Yeah, every extra is. I mean, you just got to get the whatever it is, the add-on. <laughs> but yeah. um, like the hook hook thing in the back. I'll be honest, I'm I'm kind of shocked because gas has always been expensive in Europe. And I'm kind of yeah, shocked that Extra hasn't developed a four-cylinder with the uh, IO390. I, I, again, it could be just because they're they've been they're they have orders and they don't have to, which yeah, which is great. But like, you know, I that's why I wonder if they have something up their sleeve for when they that that gas that gas price really starts leveraging itself against you know, the, the six cylinder market um, where they had something that was better, like an extra 200 is a fucking dog. The airplane, it's, it looks like an yeah. extra, but it performs like a, a decathlon on steroids. But um, yeah, I wonder if they have something that's got like G202 performance, but is, uh, is an extra, you know what I mean? That, that the extra 200 really needed 260 horsepower. Yeah. It really, it really needed 230 or 262. That plane was heavy. horsepower is just not enough. Mine weighed, well, mine yeah. weighed like 1,200 pounds. I remember. That's heavy. Yeah, dude. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or like, um, what about some of these road taxes? You know, I know some of these like turbo road taxes are putting out some serious horsepower. Oh, really? Yeah, but then like shock. I think so. Can't you like not do? Cre- I never flew turbos, but can't you not? Like uh jockey to throttle that much with turbos. They take time to spool. Yeah. They they kind of take time to spool. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it'd be a great viable aerobatic airplane, but the electric absolutely would. Think about the instantaneous torque that you get from electric uh, electric motors. Like, oh my God. And I think you could make a, a way higher horsepower electric motor that would fit in an extra than what a piston would be. You know, like some of these Teslas, dude. Or like the equivalent of like a thousand horsepower and oh, a thousand foot pounds of torque instantly. It's insane. Sick. It's insane. It's fucking insanity. Yeah. So yeah. Um I dude, I think once once we can like get the weight to a place and s- sell technology, the problem with extras is like they like to you know, that wing 
the wing design is great until you have to incorporate cells and like yeah. maybe solar panels into it or something like that. Like the wing is already the most expensive part on that airplane, basically, besides engine and avionics and tail. Like, yeah. I mean, what's a new wing? One hundred forty, one hundred fifty, one hundred sixty thousand dollars by itself, you know, um, unpainted. Jeez. So then you add a bunch of lithium ion batteries into that thing. You're talking a huge, huge percentage of the cost to ding one and then have a fucking, you know, imagine if a fuel truck dings that thing. I don't know. Yeah. Is it? It's a different. Granted, you're not. You know, you wouldn't be calling the fuel charging truck it, and you get a lightning strike in your hangar, which is possible, and you get a yeah. surge into the airplane. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, freaky. Uh, yeah. Well, and I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Got a couple how not house cleaning. I love that term, house cleaning. Um, I want to give a shout out to Robbie Dumovic. He is flying that. What would you call that extra midwing? That American? You call it like uh, that's a former Northern Lights extra. Yeah, yeah, but it's an American flag. What you call it like Team America? Oh, it's very much in a Captain America. Yeah, um, Captain yeah. America. <laughs> uh, he's flying up from Florida, and I, you know, I love to not the if he doesn't want to tell all the details, but. He's got this midwing now, and he's he's moving up to advance, and um, he set himself up for a goal to uh, to make the advance team. He's going to document the whole journey, which I think is really cool. Um, I love when people put themselves so out excited. there like that. Um, and I spoke to him, uh, gosh, yesterday or the day before, and um, yeah, he's flying up from Florida back up to Boston or wherever in Massachusetts, Plymouth, and um, I told him to stop by. Stop by Long Island, pay some crazy high fuel prices, and uh, say hello. So hopefully he stops by. But um, shout out to Rob, and uh, good luck on the journey. We're all pulling for you. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to watch his journey. Yeah. I hope he documents it. He's he's really good. You know, Rob is he's super good with social media and 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 his his kind of uh, um, you know what he likes to cover with spread aviation and all that. Like he's yeah. he's awesome. In fact, he's how I discovered you. Um, really his podcast with you was awesome oh thank yeah. you thank you yeah. um it was it was a great episode and i was like oh man that was just I, I i just remember listening to that and being like oh fuck dude jeff is a really cool down-to-earth guy like yeah. that's so awesome yeah hell yeah and then here we are 80, 87 episode, 87 <laughs> episodes later <laughs> isn't that insane dude it's fucking cool um it's so cool Shout out to Massage. I heard his midwing is almost ready. Um, and we're being. Has it been a year? Has it been over a year? I don't know. I'm going to. We should do an episode on it's been this. Over a year. And document the uh, the journey of this this uh, midwing. Um, you know what I would love to do is surprise him when that thing is all together and just like, like show up with a, like a curtain and somebody behind it and like Aaron McCartan pops out and jumps in his airplane and just goes and beats the piss out of it. <laughs> just prison rapes it. Oh my God. Prison rape and prison lube. Just fucking. Gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, Oh, take it back apart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, it's done again. But yeah, so I heard his uh, wheel pants are almost done. No, or we, no uh, gear fairings. The fairings. Are, um, almost. Um, yeah. So, I'm really excited for him to start flying again. It's definitely lonely up here in the Northeast or on Long Island, even though he's in Jersey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude. yeah, big shout out to him. Um, oh, next week. Speaking we of talk- Aaron, 
can I, I, I want to give a shout out to Aaron. Um, he's, uh, you know, I don't know how public this is and I'll be cryptic. I'll just say it that I'm glad he's feeling uh, better and is, uh, is kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at that. Yeah. Um, Hey, by the way, I saw something on social media. We got to wrap up soon because I got to watch an episode of this is us with Nikki. Um, what is this finale. is us? That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, it's Chick basically, I don't know. She's right. Nick's what's, uh, what's this is us the show about. It's like a family. Yeah. And then everybody dies in the end kind of, but it's a good show. Oh, that's cool. What? What's it on? Yeah. It's about life. She says it's on Hulu. This is us. Okay. I'm going to yeah. add that to the list. Not too bad. Um, no, but uh, before we wrap up, I didn't know that Craig Gifford owned that Amer- another American flag airplane. Very patriotic aerobatic pilots, by the way. Um, that's Stotica. Does he own that? I don't know. I think. I mean, I where the hell did that come from? I, I was going to ask you. I have no idea. You know who I can see? I have no idea. I feel like that airplane, it just speaks Aaron McCartan, too. Like, Aaron needs to fly that plane, too. Why doesn't he fly that? I don't know. He's an all-American boy. You know, he's being raised on the field of dreams out in Iowa. <sighs> he's got to fly that airplane. Field of dreams. But, yeah, I was curious. if he knew. We got to find out about that because that's uh, pretty cool. Craig Gifford, I think, was flying it, um, who's an amazing pilot. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, what and and what is he doing for Worlds? I don't know. That's we left him out before, so I I don't know. I couldn't even guess. I can't even guess at this at this point. I think maybe didn't Aaron have something lined up with somebody in Poland or some Eastern European country? Not Romania, but there's another one he had lined yeah. up. You know, yeah. somebody who was friends with like the extra family or something like that. I don't know whose it is, but um, I I. I think I think there's three three thirty SCs that are being um, borrowed. I still can't I believe it's it's happening. I, I really, there's not I enough. don't still think it is happening. I, that's, yeah. I'll just say that I, you know, I, you know, people say, oh, it's very much happening, and yeah, it hasn't canceled yet, but still a lot of moving pieces uh, to put together for all this, and yeah, um, especially with the I don't know that it'll go with down. the yak whack or. Interim yak whack, intermediate yak whack. Um, if that actually happens, which I guess they left today, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're recording this it. on Wednesday. Um, it, it's interesting. I don't know, especially with Russia not going and the state of uh, everything going on in Europe right now. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean. What odds do you give? Whack happening. Unlimited whack? Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, if you asked me this a month ago, I said I would have bet money that um, it wasn't going to happen. But, you know, being that, you know, Aaron spoke to the Romanians and they're still training. There's an upcoming camp and it's this close and yak whack is happening. I'm going to say it's a go, but. I mean, we talked about this in the beginning of the episode. I freaking bought a bunch of Walmart stock and fucking got 
lost my shirt. So <laughs> don't take any advice <laughs> from me. <laughs> we should have an, we should have like a, yeah. uh, a section on the show for uh, Jeff's stock picks. <laughs> <laughs> What's hot in the market? <laughs> What's hot right now? God, I'm like the kiss of death. Fucking shouldn't have. Like, what, what am I doing buying Just, a stock because somebody bought some warbirds? I'm an idiot. Well, you never know. I hope Stuart Walton's listening to this you and know? laughing his ass off at me. He'd be a fun one to get on. Yeah. Dude, like him, I say it all the time. I'm a big fan of David Ellison, just everything he's doing and, and starts tomorrow. And yeah. But they're never gonna they're never gonna come on a show like this. It sucks. No. I mean the guy was just walking they, they were just you know walking the red carpet with they Tom shouldn't. Cruise. Like we would ruin yeah, his career. Shouldn't. Like like I ruin Walmart stock, I would ruin Skydance Productions. I just ruin it. it just <laughs> thirty seconds. Can, yeah, done. Then like you and I would be on like Perez Hilton or like E News. Mark Pollard and Jeff Pesciselli, the biggest fucking buffoons in the world, <laughs> biggest idiots of all time. <laughs> all right, we're back. We 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 managed to go almost two hours. With the internet cooperating, um, it, yeah, it's hot here, so it might it might be my internet tonight. Honestly, um, yeah, it, we're we're getting kind of some into the almost hundred degree temps today, so it wouldn't be an FCF episode if it wasn't uh, some technical issues going on. Exactly, it's just it's yeah. it's how we roll. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 get out of here, uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast. Please like and uh, rate and review the show on iTunes yeah. and Spotify. Um, I got to give a huge shout out to Lyft before we get off. Um, they've just done a ton of support uh, for contests and aerobatics. Um, and they're just, dude, they're just so kick ass. Uh, I know IAC3 was really supported uh, for their contest. IAC38 really supported for the contest coming up. They really like truck flying. Support. Yeah, they really, su- oh man. In fact, uh, I talked to Joe, uh, Joe Bo, we got to get him on and, and talk about that. But Lyft uh, really came and showed force for the food truck flying. Uh, they're just doing a lot of really cool things and they really, really love this yeah. space. They love supporting aerobatics. They love supporting flying. So I got to give a yeah. shout out to Braden and Todd and, and the team. And, and use a, um, use code, get Jeff a helmet and um, yep. yeah, use that code. And you won't Maybe save you'll... any money. You, you won't save any money <laughs> on your order, but it helps Jeff get a helmet. No, it will just never, never. It'll make you never get a helmet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They, they're sending it over. I'm just making fun. I'm so glad you finally got a helmet. I didn't. You'll love it. No, I know. I'm so oh, glad you, you're finally getting one. That, that oh you yeah, got, yeah, it's you know it's in work. Um, and I, I gotta say, got I've been, <laughs> I've been loving, I've been loving my carbon helmet, dude. Uh, it, can you not talk about it while I'm here? Yeah. Can you, right. can you record? Yeah, maybe when I'm maybe we'll on. get Jeff offline. Yeah, we'll get Jeff off the, the <laughs> podcast to talk about it. But no, um, I, I, I'm just, I really, really, I'm just so thankful uh, for the relationship that we have with yeah. Lyft. And no, once and, I get mine, I definitely want to like compare notes, um, which yeah. sounds more than it is, but like, and talk about it because I'm super pumped, um, especially with the visor aspect of it. I'm really curious to see how it will fit your mission. So I'm super excited to see, uh, see if you like it, which I know I, I think you will um, use the promo code flight. Cool shit. 
at checkout, everybody, for 25% off your order. Order some shoes, order some kneeboards, order some flight caps. Um, go to www.flycoolshit.com slash merch. Order some shirts. Uh, what else we got? I think that's pretty much it. That's it, brother. Go support your ISC, your local ISC chapter. Um, and uh, we will we'll be back next week, I think. Probably catch you on the uh, catch you on the flippity flip on the flip side. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Till next week, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 